Chapter 2 Then Then I knew me and Zelda were doomed. I knew what would happen next. We'd be bashed and thrown back onto the cart, taken into town, handed over to the Nazis, made to lie down in a hole in the ground, and I was wrong. You can be some. You can be sometimes when your when your eyes are watering with hunger. It's not the turnip man who grabbed us. It's the dog lady. I think she's a farmer too, judging by her clothes and how strong she is. She's gripping my collar in one hand, and there's no way I can get free. In her other hand, she's got Zelda's arm, and she's not letting go of that either. Even though Zelda is trying to bite her, bite her on her finger. Stop that, says the dog lady. I stop wriggling. The big floppy dog is licking my tummy again. I look into its sad eyes and at the friendly dribble hanging from its friendly mouth. This dog is definitely not a Nazi, which means the owner probably isn't either. I glance over at Zelda. She's still wriggling. Kind farmer, kind farmer, I mouth at her. Zelda frowns. Either she doesn't understand what I'm saying or she thinks I'm wrong. I think I'm right. Now that I have that now that I'm having a closer look at the woman, I can see she's got sad eyes like her dog. Her face isn't particularly friendly, but but she's got the same sort of mouth as mum. One that one that's kind at the corners. Her her hair is shorter than mum's though. You probably have to have short hair on a farm or the cows chew it. Mum was a bookseller, so she didn't have that problem. Stop wriggling, the woman snaps at Zelda again. You're not the boss of me, says Zelda fiercely. It's okay, I say to Zelda. She's friendly. I'm wrong about that too. You stupid Jew, said the woman. I stare at her, not sure if I heard that right. You kids aren't are meant to be smart, says the woman. I don't call staying around here smart, not after what happened to you lot yesterday. I did hear I did hear right. Only people who hate Jews call you kids. Suddenly the woman the woman's mouth doesn't look so kind after all. We don't want to stay around here, I say. If you let us go if you let go of us we'll leave. The woman doesn't stop gripping my collar or, or Zelda's arm. Don't even think about it, says the woman. She starts pulling me and Zelda away through the forest. My collar is twisted and she's half choking me. She thinks she must She must know about the reward. You're hurting my arm, says Zelda. The woman ignores her. Zelda finally manages to get her teeth into the woman's hand. The woman... Let's go of my collar, slaps Zelda's face and grabs my collar again before I can do anything. Zelda, Zelda cries, the dog whimpers. I'm reporting you to the police, I yell at the woman. But straight away, I know that's a dumb thing to say because the police are all Nazis too. The woman drags us both down another forest path. As we stumble along, I give Zelda a look to let her know I'm sorry. I couldn't defend her, and that I'm trying to think what to do next. The woman is too strong to fight. I used to think mum and dad were strong from lifting books, but the woman's got arms, got arm muscles like thick ropes. Listen, I say to her, 
My parents have got thousands of books from their bookshop stored away. If you let us go, you can have them all. They're worth much more than 400 salty and two bottles of vodka. It's not true, but sometimes to try and save your family, you have to make up stories. You, you Jews have certainly got imagination, says the woman. She doesn't let us go. I'd probably do the same if I was an orphan, she says. Make up lies about my parents. I look at the woman. How does she know I'm an orphan? Suddenly, we all jolt painfully to a stop. Zelda has grabbed a tree trunk and her, and her free arm and is clinging to it. We're going, we're going with you, she yells at the woman. You're horrible. You, you hurt people. The woman pulls Zelda away from the tree. And you're a naughty little girl, she says angrily to Zelda. Who by right should be in that pit with your friends? She steers, a, she steers us along the forest path again, fast. My brain is going fast too. The woman thinks me, thinks me and Zelda escaped from a group of children who got shot yesterday. That's why she's in such a hurry to take us to town, so she can hand us over to the Nazis and they can finish the job. Desperately, I try to think of another plan to get away. Before I can, we come to the edge of the forest. It's a different place to where we were yesterday, with a different valley. I can tell because it doesn't have a children have a children's grave, but lots of farms, and in the distance I can see a town. I can't see any Nazis in the towns, but I know that there there are. Now I'm panicking. I'm painting almost as hard as a dog. Zelda is still crying. I don't blame her. Anyone would cry with a hurting arm and a hurting face, both at once. Suddenly I know what I have to do. Zelda's not Jewish, I say to the woman. I am, but she's not. Take me, but let her go, please. I look at the woman pleadingly. Zelda stops crying. crying. She gives me a glare. Felix is wrong, she says to the woman. I am Jewish. I can't believe it. Why is Zelda saying this? It's not true. Don't listen to her, I say. I'm Jewish just like him, Zelda says to the woman. I want to believe Jew Jewish, and I am. I realise that Zelda's... I realise what Zelda's doing. She's saying this so we can stay together. My head is bursting. Doesn't Zelda realise staying with me could kill her? Has she forgotten about the poor children in the pit? Zelda's parents weren't Jewish, I say frantically to the woman. Look at the photo on the locket around her neck. You'll see. We stop without letting go of my collar or Zelda's arms. The woman peers at Zelda's neck. I do too. The necklace with the locket isn't there. Where's the locket? I shout at Zelda. I'm Jewish now, she shouts back. You can't stop me. Suddenly I understand. Zelda must have left the locket in our burrow, so she doesn't have to think about her parents being Nazis. I try to explain to the woman. She's not listening. Both of you, she says angrily. Just be quiet. I give Zelda a look to let her know that the last thing I want to do is be separated from her, but I can't think of what else to do. Zelda stares back at me angrily and hurt. You promised, she says. She's right, I did. I feel terrible. 
The woman marches us down into the valley, towards the town, towards the Nazis. At least I can keep my promise now. Whatever happens next, at least it will, will happen to me and Zelda together. Thank you for listening to Chapter 4 of Then.